2: Where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Shannon,
4: don't speak.
2: we are back.
5: It's Monday here at the Star, and you're rocking with your boys, hanging with the boys. Yeah, the star, right there. You have a live look of the Tostita Championship Plaza, where it's currently 86 degrees, high of 97 today. We got a heat wave coming this week, fella. So if you if you a little musty, stay away from me because it's gonna get it's gonna get it's gonna get toasty out here. The gooch. Uh, the gooch gonna get toasty out here this week. So uh, just make sure that you are fresh and ready to go. Kurt, glad yes. to have you back, brother. Good to be back. Good to see you guys. Yeah. Just
6: you guys. Nate, yeah, I'm I'm rocking, man. Let's do
5: it. Our fearless leader is running a couple minutes behind, but that's okay because I'm always ready and willing to get these reps in. And uh, all right, uh, kind of a a, a, a a sad way to start our show, right, right, uh, today. And I'm gonna keep it together. Mm. I think I've cried enough. But uh, last week um, we lost a great member of the Dallas Cowboys team and a really good friend of mine. Yeah. Uh Barber passed away on Wednesday of last of last week. Um still unknown cause of death, uh, but that's that's beside the point. Mm-hmm. Um Marion has been a fan favorite of Cowboy fans since the time that he entered the league. Yeah. And when you get high praise from a coach like Bill Belichick, who says he was almost a perfect player. Parcells. Parcells. I'm sorry. Yes. Sorry. Parcells. Um, The the thing, the thing that, and and we're all on a march to death, right? As morbid as that sound. (laughs) Yeah. But I, I say that to say this at the end of it all, I hope and pray when my time comes, that I get talked about the person that I was far greater than anything that I've done in any part of my life on and off the football field or basketball court. Yeah. And while Marion Barber was a phenomenal football player, a great teammate, um, a hard-nosed runner, he was one of the greatest human beings that I've
7: ever in my yeah. life come across. That's something I was hoping you could share because— <clears throat> He was a quiet guy in the media. And I think most fans, I mean, I don't, that person of who he was and what he was like behind the scenes and what he was like as a teammate, I think that a lot of that's an unknown unknown for a lot of people.
5: And, And it wasn't that Marion did not want to talk to the media or be a part of the media. He just never wanted the attention. He never wanted it to be about him. It was always about, hey, talk to my offensive linemen, talk to my quarterback, talk to my receivers. What you know, without those guys, I can never really get my job done. You will be hard pressed and, and I'm willing to bet a large amount of money that you will find anyone who has ever been a teammate of Marion Barber say anything negative about who he was as a teammate and as a person. Mm. Like we hear a lot of times and, and, and it's it's kind of the cliche of, you know, he'd give his shirt off his back for for you. Yeah. I've watched Marion do that. I've watched him be that giving, not only to me, but to strangers, to people. And, you know, before the height of social media, like he was doing stuff like that. You know, 500 grand to fucking new computers for kids in South Dallas. I mean, the the the, the, the countless camps that he, he gave. I mean, this was a guy, his offensive lineman, when it came time for gift giving, they they never— they never were short on, on a gift because he 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 appreciated them that much. I can sit here and talk for hours on the person he was and, and what he meant to me and, and done for me. Um, but it, it's it's sad that at 38 years old, his birthday is um, the 10th of June, to be turning 39 years old. That we lost an iconic, and I do say iconic mm-hmm. uh, person uh, in society and. and and the thing that I guess frustrates me the most in the day and time that we live in is we're so quick to want to point out and exploit flaws yeah. as as if we're perfect, and none of us are. We all have our have our. I just think there's times and places for those type of things, and 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 you know we all know that Marion was battling some demons that you know mm-hmm. uh, just are tough. Right. And and when Nate and I come in here and we talk about the game of football and, and and I say this over and over and over again every time you step off that football field you are less than. And when mm-hmm. I mean less than, I don't mean the I don't mean you as a person. I yes, you as a person, but this game takes something away from you every single mm-hmm. time. Yeah. I'm 38 years old, I feel the effects. Nate's Sixty. Sixty years old. And he can tell you the litany of things yeah. that he deals with on a day-to-day basis because of this game. Right. And, and some of us are, are able to work and manage through it. And others others aren't. But just know, fans, that that people that there are people under those helmets. There's a human those aren't um superheroes. Those aren't machines. Those aren't these mythical fi- uh, 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 figures underneath those helmets and those pads and the muscles and the extreme talent and the thing that you see them to do on a day in and day out basis are human beings. Right. And this game takes a lot from you when you're done. It gives you a whole bunch. It changes your life forever. But in the same breath it takes a whole lot from you and and, and as long as I have living left on this earth, which none of us know how much.
7: Right.
5: As young as I may feel, and 38 years old is a young age. I don't know what part of the I don't I don't know what part of the 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 spectrum I'm sitting on. I could be really old right now because my my number could be up soon. My number could be up old. But it's just one of those things where we have to remember. We're, we're, in a, we're in a really good moment right here. Don't okay. come in and mess that up. Right. Um, one of those things that, that we have to just remember is just to be kind to people. Like, to be kind to people, to give when you can, give what you can. Um, and, and, and there's people like Marion Barber who was on this earth and not only gave a tremendous amount on the football field, he did a ton off of it. I'm gonna miss my friend, um, I'm gonna miss my friend and uh, if you are battling with something, if you are going through something, um, get, get, get help, get help, um, get help, get help um, because it's out there for you and you don't have to battle these things alone. And um, yeah, I'm
6: going to miss my friend. I'm gonna tell you, like him, man. That mental thing is is so so huge because uh, uh, it, it, it it it'll take your life, man. It, 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 I'm talking about living. You can, you can be living and not be a part of this world, and that's mental. That's some some type of mental. Uh, thing has gotten on you. And uh, I I was hearing stories about Marion and people that was close to him, and I didn't know how close you were to him, Jess, but I tell people, it's right here. Uh, The government made a concerted effort years ago to start limiting the help for the mental. And uh, every time that we stick our hands in something, our great government, it ain't too many years later. It, it raises his head and now this mental thing is so huge and that's why I tell people be careful when you're trying to use the word mental because there's some people out there that is truly challenged so don't just throw that around like it's just you know a handshake you know or how you doing it, it's serious you know and he knows how serious it is and I'm not going to try to get into Marion's life but you know you don't you don't want that mental thing working on you.
5: Um you got something or
8: No, I'm sorry, I didn't realize you yeah, were no it's a it's kind all of good. conversation <laughs> when I came in.
5: Um it's all good. Um and you talk about just the kind of now person he is, um, current coach on the Cowboys staff, Skip Pete, yeah. was also um Marion's running back coach and he had something to say uh last week. Uh, Chris has that up. Chris, if you can pull that up for us. yes, it's about a minute long. <clears throat> he had some words to, to, to talk about and describe who Marion Barber was as a player and as a person. A guy that I'm
1: going to truly miss. Had opportunity to coach him for several years. Unbelievable person. I mean, the guy showed up every day, had a smile on his face, came to work. If I could show anybody a model, and a role to develop a running back to play in this league it would be definitely marion i mean the guy came to work every day practiced hard every day did a great job in the meetings every day he was a little bit like uh obviously his name barbarian as a player very physical very physical player as a runner as a protector and had the ability to run routes out of the backfield very unique in that way but i think the thing that maybe a lot of you really don't know about him is that he was an unbelievable person give the shirt off his back, invite people over his house, cook dinner for him. Um, He would stop by my home, play with my kids when they were young and um, very personable in that way. I mean, he was very shy when he got to doing what I'm doing right now. But one-on-one was very, very entertaining to talk to. Hadn't really spoke to him in recent years um, besides when I just first got back. The man I'm gonna remember is the guy I coached, um, how he came in this building every single day. What he meant to his friends and what he meant to me, the guys he played with, and the determination to try to make everyone a little bit better person.
8: Jesse, I had a question for you um, on this topic of mental health. You know, I know you're an advocate for mental health, and I think there's, you know, I know people that have been affected greatly by, you know, mental health. Um, there's two sides to it. I think one is if you're struggling right? If, if you're struggling, how do you reach out or what do you do? Because it's hard to take that first step, right? And then the other side is if you're if you're a friend or a family member, you may not see the signs or you may not know what's, you know, you may not know what's going on, but you can tell something's a little off. How do you as, you know, talk a little bit about if you need help, what should somebody do? And then if you're, if you're seeing something that's off, what can you do to check in, you know, check on them? Because most people are going to be, like, I'm fine, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, but you can tell something's not right. Like, speak a little – I know you're a big advocate about yeah,
5: it. Yeah, let me, let me start with the second one first. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're a friend or a family member or a sibling, whatever it is, and that person – and you see that person in your life maybe struggling with something, um, the constant check-in. Because the biggest thing when it comes to, to, to mental health is, it's one, it can be a little bit embarrassing, Mm-hmm. Um, especially when you talk about a person of status, right? You, you for so long you've been the
7: huh? the feeling of invincibility, right.
5: right? And for so long you've been looked at as this this fig, this figure of strength of of just stability, and when you aren't, it's sometimes a little bit embarrassing and kind of almost intimidating to reach out for help. And so, as a friend or someone on the outside looking in, the best thing to do is to to be honest with them, to show them that you can truly be trusted with their vulnerability. Um, continue to be patient with them. Because if you're saying, get help, get help, get help, get help, that doesn't push me to go and get help. It, it, it's, hey, I'm here for you. You want to talk? Let's talk. And, and and don't don't listen to respond. Don't listen to have an answer. Listen to love that person. Listen to care about that person. Listen to actually what they are saying and then try to be an advocate for them when they're facing those tough times. And then on the flip side of things, if you're if you are that person and you're sitting in that seat and you don't feel like yourself and and you don't understand what's happening. um, I mean, of course, you look at Google, that's a powerful tool. But but just understand that it is okay not to be okay. Mm-hmm. We 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 so much so in this world that we live in today, especially the social media driven world, is we have to put up this facade of of I am this or I am that or I am good or I am above this or above that, and the whole time you're you're you're, you're crying and you're dying inside, and 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 it's okay, it's okay to understand that something is not right, and it's okay to go out and seek those things or those people who are here to literally help you that help is something that we must um uh, uh uh look at as a place of of comfort and a place of it's like it's like lifting weights it's it's when you're weak in a position in strength, you go when you try to lift weights to get stronger. It's the same thing when you're struggling a little bit weak in your mental health, going to see a therapist, going to see a psychiatrist. That is the that is the calisthenics of the brain of getting yourself stronger and better. Mm-hmm. So don't look at it as a weakness. Look at it as that 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 I, I just need to strengthen myself in some areas, and I'm open for some improvement and to seek that help. And that's that fine line of be of, between of. Um, of knowing and, and going to get that help, and as a friend, being there supporting that person to they get that help and then helping them through that process because you're gonna have some great days and you're gonna have some hellish days. And when you have those hellish days, you need that support group to be there for you, to encourage you, to lift you up, that community to, to be strong. And I tell people, random people, if there's ever anything that I could ever do, talk you know, kick it, whatever it is to kind of help you get through that. I am more than willing to do that. And it takes a community of people to, 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 to wrap their arms around people, uh, a person or people to furthermore, um, kind of eliminate that stigma of, um, of mental health being a bad thing or suffering from mental health is a bad thing. And it makes you kind of, um, less than. When you're 100% whole, you just need help in certain areas. Do you
7: think that, you know, the NFL has tried to address this problem in recent years and help it. Do you think they are taking the right steps? Do they need to do more? Is there something different that can be done?
5: I think there's more. There's always more that you can do, and especially when it hits you some uh, somewhere close. And again, it comes that, can the NFL or other people do more? Yes. But can that person that's suffering also get you know, yeah. you know, want you to want age. to have that help, yeah, right. uh, and that you know, to be honest with you, that that was some of the battle that that we all fought with Marion was, you know, getting that help consistently uh, for him, uh, you know, and 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 so yeah, the NFL can do more, and I, and I think as we get more and more, um, we see more and more of it now. Uh, I know that they started the NFLPA has started a program where. Uh, for, for, for current players and for retired players, if you are going to get any sort of mental health treatment, whether that be therapy uh, uh, or, or psychiatric, any, any type of medical health um, thing, is that they're doing a, a 100% reimbursement of it. So you go and you get that treatment, you get that therapy, whatever it is that you need at the NFLPA will reimburse you for those costs uh, that it may take. Because Some players have insurance, former players have insurance, some don't, uh, but it's, 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 it's another step in being able to get the help that you need um, while you're playing and post-playing. Uh, career, cause that's when a lot of it really starts to hit when you get to that post-playing uh, career for players. I'll tell you
8: this: if, if there's anybody that's listening, I know this is a football show, but you know, if you're struggling with something, or if you just don't feel right, if you're angry all of a sudden and you never used to be, or if something's just you you don't feel yourself, it's it's kind of it's cool to go to a counseling session. Mm-hmm. Go once and it and just. It, it, to me, I've been, and I've always been like, I don't need that. And, and my my counselor told me after a few sessions, like, you really don't need this if you want to keep doing this. Like, you know, there's – you know, it's fine to keep coming or whatever. But, like, it's very enlightening. It's very – it's educational. It, it lets you understand more about yourself. It helps you deal with – it may not be anything with you – but it helps you deal with people. It helps you learn how to talk to people. It helps you learn how to use your I words. And you know, those are things I never thought I would ever go to counseling. And I, and I went and you know, I had reasons why I went and I, but it was a really cool process. And I had always put this stigma on it. Like Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm this hard ass, like crusty old dude. I don't need anybody telling me like you need to change who you are. And it really wasn't like that. It was really just, you know, talking to somebody, seeing a different point of view. And I, it was very. I see where that could be possible, and that how do I deal with that? How do I work with people this way? So it's very. It's not just you know. I don't feel. I, I grew up thinking that something had to be wrong with you to go to counseling. Like, a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people. It's almost. It's it, you know what I. The equivalent, and I'm going to make light of this, and it's not a light situation, but it's like what we talk about on the show, going and getting a pedicure or a manicure. It's like there's this stigma on it, but once you go, you're like. I might go back. That's actually kind of cool. And it's if, especially if you just take it as, I just want to go talk to some Because it's someone you don't know. Mm-hmm. It's someone that has no preconceived notions about you. They don't know what you do for work. They don't know what your story is. They don't know you as a person. And then they're just honest with you. And yeah. it's very enlightening. And it's it's educational. And I think everybody should go – a few times, even if you don't need it, just go because it's a a life experience that, you know, and for people that are struggling, I mean, it could ultimately save your life. Oh. You know?
6: Save mine. i I tell you like right here. You know, if you want to get to know yourself, if you truly want to get to know yourself, you know, and, and all these things that you guys have talked about, if nothing else, that person that's trying to help you going to say, who are you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you get to tell this person. And you hope that yourself, and I am hope I'm saying right, is listening. Yeah. See, yeah. that's how I look at it. If you want to get to know yourself, go in a room with nobody that, like you say, no preconceived notions. They don't know you, and you get to tell who you are mm-hmm. and what you feel and what makes you feel that way. And listen to yourself talk.
8: It's yeah. it, it's almost like Yeah. It's almost like when you were a kid and the and you you talk a certain way, you hear yourself a certain way. Right. And then when you, you know, for me it was a cassette tape right. and you recorded your voice for the first time and then you heard it and you're like, "Oh my god. Right. Like that's me?"
1: Yeah.
8: That's kind of the same way with therapy. Like you think you, pre- you 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 are this person and you go in and then someone tells you this is what I see and you're like, "Holy crap, that's not what I it all, you're yeah. right, Nate. and the it's layers to are just yourself, pulled back, man. man. Yeah. those
5: layers are pulled back, and you under you you yeah. discover, like you said, you discover more yeah. about uh, uh, who you are. I, I'll, I'll end on um, just a story uh, about Marion. That again, I have a hundred of them. Um, two quick stories. One, we laugh and joke on this show, right? And it's it, what do you guys call me, right? You say, well, you ca- Amen, you know the yeah. the, the, the right. prophet, the, you know uh, all that yeah. kind of stuff, right? Well the one thing that I, I am comforted in knowing that I knew that Marion knew the Lord Right. Mm-hmm. and um, he would always call me. He would always call me um, Jeremiah Holly Grove. You right. <laughs> call me Jeremiah Holly Grove. And if you know anything about Jeremiah, right? right he was the weeping prophet. Right. Right? right. So when you, so when we laugh and joke about being called the prophet, like right. Marion had been calling me that for years. He was, right. Oh man, you, 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 Jeremiah, I'll call you, and he call me Jeremiah Holly Grove. Jeremiah man. Holly Grove. I'm like, you tell it, man. You, you tell it like it is, man. You, you, Jeremiah Holly Grove. And he would always, he like, man, read Jeremiah. You, you, Jeremiah, man. You, Jeremiah Holly Grove. And so, um, I laughed, uh, because, like, you know, yeah. you, you hear things and you see things coming to fruition. And he's like, man, you, Jeremiah Holly Grove. And then another story just about how super awesome a Marion was when we were playing, um, there's a guy who works for. He doesn't work on the staff, but he works with a lot of players now. Michael Irvin goes to him. Yeah. The guy's name is Igor. Okay, and Igor has a a gym in Rockwall. He's a gymnastics coach, and Igor, Igor, I, I, I'm not gonna say we. I'm gonna say Marion is the reason that Igor is even even a a, a name that's known around the Cowboys facility. Right. Marion. So I was living in Irving. We were still over in in Valley Ranch. And he was like, hey, man, come train with us. So it was me, Tashara Choice, Felix Jones, Sam Hurd, Marion Barber. And I'm like, MB, I I live in Irving. You know, he lived, at the time, he lived in his penthouse downtown. Mm -hmm. I said, I'll come once in a while, but I'm not driving from Irving to Rockwall uh, to train. That's like almost an hour. Right. I'm like, (laughs) I'm just going to drive right down the street to Valley Ranch and just make it happen. Man, I listen, he said meet me at my house. Just meet me at my house. Days, weeks, months. I would meet him at his house and he would drive us from Dallas to Rockwall, from Rockwall to Dallas every single day, every single day. Now, we're all in the league. Now, I'm probably the lowest man on the totem pole when it comes to who made the money. He was the top. And so after a while, I'm just like, "Hey, uh, you know, how much is training?" And he's just like, I oh, don't no, worry. Don't worry about it, man. Just, just you want to train some more? Come on. So I pulled Igor to the side because what I didn't want was I didn't want to get to the end of this training and session. Thing. to
8: be twelve grand.
5: Igor's like, Hey, uh, here's a here's an invoice for ten thousand dollars that you owe for training in this, you know, all off season. So I, I I kind of pulled Igor to the side. I said, I said, Hey, coach. I said, Between you and I, I'm like, you know, what's my ticket? You know, like, what's what's my ticket? I don't don't, don't surprise me. I don't I don't got surprise money. He's like. What do you mean? I said you know to train, and we we trained. We did gymnastics styles training, and then we did a speed training with Coach Fly. And he said, "Nah, you're good." And I'm like, well, "What does that mean? Like, I'm very like I'm yeah. very. I want to be very clear because I don't want to owe you anything. I don't want <clears throat> to be under your thumb for nothing. <clears throat> yeah. You know what does that mean? And he's like, "You're taken care of." I'm like. Okay, so what is I'm I, I'm trying to get to the bottom of what is my ticket? What is this going to cost me? He said, Marion took care of it already.
7: Hmm.
5: He just wanted you to come. And I was like, what? He's like, so as long as you want to come, Marion said that you're taken care of. No. And and that was that was who he was as a person. He just is like, as long as you want to come, Marion said you're take. He said you are taken care of. You're good. And I was like, nice. really? He's like, yeah. And I remember one day we were driving back and forth and he, he drove a, uh, his, like his everyday car was an Escalade. And we stopped at the gas station. And I was just like, I said, hey, bro, I got it. Like, let me do Let me fill this one up. Like, you know what I'm saying? And he cried <laughs> at the gas pump. And he said, you know, most people don't do anything for me. It's always what can I do for them? And it was that simple gesture of saying, let me just fill your gas tank up for driving me every day. Right. You know, like let me do this every once, a, you know, once a week or something like that, just to say thank you. I can afford to do this. And he cried at the gas pump and he was like, because most people are looking to take from me. Not many people are looking to mm-hmm. give to me.
7: Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. And so th- that's who, that's who that's who my friend was. That that's who Marion uh Barber was. And I know everyone says Marion the barbarian. Side note, he hated being called a barbarian. Did <laughs> he He hated it. He hated it. Cause he always he always looked at it like I'm not a barbarian. That's not who I am. Right. I know people. I, I get. I get it. I get it. He understood it. He hated the name. He hated the <laughs> name. So, um, yeah. Um, so there's no easy way to transition uh, from that. Practice has started today. Uh, we'll get more into that. Kurt got a, a, a bunch of stuff. I don't know if you're going to take this seat back or not. If not, I'll stay here and host it and man, do my thing.
8: Man, took my seat. Go ahead, host. Hey. I don't ever get to talk about anything. Okay, well, perfect. And we still ain't
6: got to talk about anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, well, uh, <laughs> well,
5: on the other side of the break, we'll we'll get into all the stuff that Kurt has uh, set out for us to talk about today. Dalton Schultz, he's a little frustrated about his. Tyler Smith working at oh, tackle. Uh, uh, one one reporter talking about, <laughs> is this roster talented enough to compete? Why are you
8: shaking your hand, Nate? Already? Uh, so stick, Already?
5: With, <laughs> stick with us on the other side of the break. Hanging with the boys. We'll be right back.
2: Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts,
4: and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are.
0: It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new, so AT and T is giving everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones.
2: AT and T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply.
0: Back to hanging with the boys.
5: Welcome back, welcome back to the Most Searched Podcast on the Cowboys Network, hanging with the boys. I am Jesse Holly, and I am joined by my brothers, Kurt Daniels, Shannon Gross, Ah. and the big Nate Nasty Newton. Did you like being called
6: when people called you nasty? Nah, nah, I'm looking at the wing-stop shoes. It don't make me hungry. Nate Hungry Newton. Did you like the kitchen? Oh, yeah, that was my name there. You like the kitchen? <laughs> <Then> <laughs> my my coach kicked it to the curb. What's
5: the best nickname? Hold on, let me pay bills first. Oh, man. my this, bad, my bad. This I'm not using seed. I'm hush. trying to steal the conversation hush.
6: back. Hush, hush, This segment
5: is brought to you by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now,
3: I don't know
8: how it works on this side of the table. Yeah, you know. <laughs> What's the best nickname you guys have ever heard? Any Could it be a friend, sport, anything? What's the best nickname of any Person mm. or what? What's a nickname you had at some point in your life? I'll start. I might have told y'all before. Cat what? squirrel. Did I tell y'all that
7: one? Was cat, cat squirrel. squirrel. I've, I've, never never heard I've, heard I've never heard that. I've never <laughs>
8: cat squirrel. Yeah. So I used to. What? Back was Louisiana. <laughs> Mo <Mojo>. oh, Man. <laughs> they don't know he country. I used to bartend and and uh, in college and after college I bartended at a college bar and every night. There'd be it, Two or three fights, and I'd be behind the bar. And if one broke out at the bar, I would I would jump with the, I would jump across the bar, and grab and fly off the bar and like grab them and put them in a rear naked choke <laughs> and hold them and hold them until the bouncers got there. And all the guys called me Cat Squirrel because they said <laughs> he
6: was pretty quick.
8: Oh at that. boy, I'd be across that bar. I was little. I was little, hey. but you still. I'm still <laughs> I was how little much little though? Little Can you that see that over now. the bar? Do what? Could you see over the bar? Oh, I can see over the bar. I can sling drinks, boy. I was I was a hell of a bartender. They didn't might not taste it real good, but I had, I worked on volume, bro. It was a college bar. Volume. It was yeah. It was You're little plastic cups. We sold like three dollar <laughs> drinks. We had like dollar beer night. Yeah, it was it was nuts. But yeah, cat squirrel. Wow. Yeah, cat squirrel.
7: What's a good mm. one y'all heard? Wow, cat squirrel. Wow. I heard one recently. I thought it was good. Now I can't. That remember. was pretty good. That's uh, you um, had a you had
6: one you had a nickname, bro.
7: Baseball man. Me? Yeah. Dirty Kurt. So.
6: Whoa! Oh, I,
7: like dirty Kurt. I like
5: Dirty Kurt though. Why
6: was it Dirty Kurt? I like
5: Dirty
7: Kurt. Wasn't it, was it because you it was wanted to elaborate here. So, I just playing ball. I would get dirty. Um, oh good. So I thought that was gonna be a lot better. I
5: like Dirty Kurt. You got a little chance for a reason, nah, baby. There wow.
6: wasn't no uh,
8: yeah. <laughs> No, so uh, I thought uh, it was going to be like... Didn't go like down that direction.
5: Trailer no. Park, <laughs> double-wide <laughs> Holly.
8: <laughs>
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs> What's
6: is Jess?
8: Mine has always been Hollywood. Mm. Mm. What about you? How many different ones did you have? The Kitchen... What my else?
6: favorite my favorite uh one was big time which my coach. I like that. Name me and coach. Name me in, in high school.
8: In high school big time, huh? Big time. Were yeah. you a, were you a chunky man in high school or No, nah, man.
6: Let me show y'all a picture, man. Oh, I like Of pictures. college. Let me show you let me see Can I pull it up, man. Man, I, I, I was sexy, bro. Man, <laughs> believe it or not, man. I'm serious. Y'all, y'all can laugh all you want, bro. Big Noon was sexy, cold blooded sexy, man. Oh, my so, goodness, man. You know, y'all can call it what you want to, big fella. You can call it what you want to. What's what some, yeah, what some, what what some of the nicknames that Dion called? Now, me. before y'all look at it, tell me, Shannon, is that a fat guy? Woo!
8: Oh, yes, those sir. plaid pants?
6: No, no, no. That's the green top and, you know, just, just maroon pants. R- rust color? Man. Yeah. That me. is a sexy no, dude. No, you got to show the yeah. – Look at no, that. We're going wow.
5: yeah. to
8: show the people. We're
5: going to show yeah. the people. Hey, gonna you gonna are sexy. Yeah.
8: Up. Big sexy time. Wow. <laughs> look at Nate. On that <laughs> one, Yeah. yeah.
6: All right, so Was yeah. that in your
8: D-lineman days?
6: Yeah, when I first got okay. there. That's when I made all – Can
8: we see? Yeah. Look at that. Big sexy new. I had a book
6: in my hand, too. You did. <laughs> I just woke up and went up to the lunchroom and walked back. You just come from class. Yeah, but I got my book.
7: <laughs>
8: yeah. Good job, Nate. Wow. What,
6: what's some of the nicknames that Dion called you? Oh, those are insults. Hoggy. Uh- <laughs> Hoggy. <laughs> Hoggy M.D. Hoggy. Yeah, that was it. He, 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 you know, he called me the other day. You know, he, we, I'm the last person he gonna call. Oh, I ain't got nothing else to do. Let me call, call Nate and Clown. Hey, Hoggy, what's up? What's up, Hoggy MD? You gonna be fat? I don't care if you lose weight. I don't care if you 180 pounds. You still a fat man. I see
8: okay. That time. that that I told you all about when we were at training camp was that last. That was last year, <laughs> yeah, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Me and him were eating lunch and the phone rings and it it's it, it's it's uh, we got him in there. Yeah, the, uh, the, uh, uh, prime time. Uh, he's like, watch this turns it on, he puts it on speaker, and he goes, what's up, fat man? (laughs) And and Nate Nate insults him, he insults him back, Nate insults him back, he insults him back, and he hangs up. That's it. Like, it was no conversation. It was just this, 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 this. Hang up. And I always
6: try to start it right. I say, this. I say it every time, What's up, Prime? You wait. (laughs) What's up, Prime? You wait. I'm like, can you do something different? No, you're a fat man. Uh, Okay. All right, you rat. Dirtiest thing and low-down rat.
5: Well, keeping on the themes of nicknames, uh, Dalton Schultz, his nickname is Franchise Tag.
6: And he's frustrated. So... Dalton Schultz. That's not like a man need to go find him a woman. All that money. And <laughs> nah, <he> Dalton, <laughs>
5: Dalton Schultz was franchise tagged by the Cowboys this offseason. and he signed it. He signed it yep. quick, quick, mm-hmm. quick too. I mean, when you go from a person who ain't never had that much money yeah. to being offered some guaranteed money,
6: you and, take that all. You take that guaranteed money. Asap. Like and now, and, and now, and he's kind of don't know what to do. So now he's frustrated because. Yeah.
5: He thought, or most players think, is that you sign the franchise tag and then you begin to work on a long-term deal. Well, that long-term deal or the talks of that long-term deal may not be proceeding in the way that Dalton Schultz thought it would. Or his agent. Or his yeah. agent, whoever, whoever it may be. Of course, the agent is always trying to get the player the most money because they get a percentage. They get a percentage yeah. of that. And so 3% is max of what you can get from an agent on your NFL contract. So they're trying to say, hey, push that number up as far as we can get it because I need to get my cut as yeah. well. well Here, I was
8: going to say, here's something to think about. I never thought about this until this year. You signed, what do you sign for? Like 13, 14 million?
7: Yeah, I think that's right. You, Maybe 11.
8: You don't get paid until you play your first regular season game. Yeah. So, like, if something happens between now and in preseason or training camp, like, he gets zero money because there's no guaranteed money on the franchise tag. Like you don't get a check until you play the first regular season game. I never thought about that. And until if this I'm
5: year. not mistaken, no, because they already he already signed it. I was going to say if he hadn't signed 10.9. it, ten point nine, yeah,
8: yeah, eleven. If he hadn't
5: signed it, the Cowboys can pull that franchise tag back. Yeah,
8: Could have yeah. if
5: he, but he already signed it, so that's already a done deal. Mm. Yeah.
7: See, the, the Cleveland really threw a wrench in the whole works here because they signed yeah. their tight end, David and Joku who, you know, fifty five fifty six point seven five million deal, four years. I mean, that's – Cowboys did not want to pay Schultz that. Now I'm sure Schultz's agent's like, Schultz had a better year than this guy. You know, he needs this kind of money. And
6: Was you just going to call him ready. something else? He was.
5: I <laughs> want to know what that
7: was.
6: <laughs> what, what, what was that bad name?
5: call Dirty It, curf- it started
7: <laughs> with <laughs> a D. Yeah.
2: No, <laughs> no, no. no,
5: no. Um, does Dalton Schultz have the right to be frustrated? No.
6: Nah. Uh, no. Nah,
7: nah. Well, I mean, I no. think he has – he can nah. feel frustrated because he wants this to be done, but he doesn't maybe have the skins on the wall to have that kind of leverage where he can pull a Ezekiel, you know, when Zeke held out for his <laughs> his deal. He, I mean, Dalton's not in that class where he can have that kind of leverage. I mean, is that – True, or is he the only option they got? So he does have some leverage.
8: I think that is the leverage. You got rid of his competition.
5: What round card.
7: did we? What yeah. round did we draft him?
8: Fourth. Same round we drafted the tight end this year.
5: Yeah, I think that that is his. I think when when Dalton Schultz and his agents walk to the table, sit down at the table, they say, "Listen,
8: who y'all got?"
5: They say they they <laughs> say one. Yeah. They go, "You know the guy that you pay forty million dollars to." You want to know the guy who we threw the ball to? Kind of almost, if not the most, the second most on this football team. It's my guy. Mm -hmm. You know the guys who had some of the best numbers as a receiver on this football team? It's my guy. Oh, and by the way, everything that you have behind him is either just a flat-out blocker or rookie. Now, do you want to have your $40 million dude safety net not show up and be there? Or do you want to trust your $40 million dude with a bunch of other guys who aren't route runners and who are, who's either a rookie?
8: And by the way, who you got starting at wide receiver on game one? Yeah.
5: yeah CD.
8: <laughs> CDN. Oh, and
5: and we do know. Maybe Tober, maybe Washington. Yeah. We don't know. So, so I mean, he does I mean, have leverage, he has some leverage. Yeah. I mean, he has some leverage, and I'm always for the players getting as most money they possibly can, no mm-hmm. matter who they are, or what they or, or what they've done.
6: I've never ever been mad when the Joneses have given out a bunch of money, because nine times out of ten, he's going to a player, mm-hmm. no problem. But I do have a problem when. It all comes down to the end when you say, wow, man, we really paid this dude that type of money because it ain't showing up on the field. Yeah. And, and that's a great question. And, and so I'd be like, that's wow. A,
5: that's a great statement, Nate, because when you go back to it, you look at it and you go, the Cowboys front office had really been that good in when it comes to negotiating and getting deals done. Right, look at recent history. You could have got Dak for a lot less than right. forty million dollars, yeah. but they 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 bluffed and they bluffed and they bluffed and it cost them. Mm-hmm. Zeke had two years left on his deal. Yeah, that was Zeke had two years left on his deal. They could have been like, "Listen, son, you can hold out all you want. Right. If you want to play the game of football in the National Football League, you will do it for us, or you won't do it at all.
7: Yeah, at least they for the,
5: that's what they should have done. But what did they do? They caved, they gave Zeke a bunch of money, and now what's happening, they're regretting it. Um, You look at the the deal, um, um, I'm drawing a blank. Um, You look at the deal that they gave Jalen Smith. Oh,
7: yeah.
5: Right? When they they were in the negotiation, of of Dak Prescott, they were kind of like, well, the money's there. Whoever comes gets it, gets it. Jalen said, I'll take it. And they paid him. All of a sudden, Dan Quinn came and said, this guy can't play football. He literally cannot play football. <laughs> I can't. I, in, in the words of, 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 of Mike Singletary, can't play with him. Can't win with him. I can't do nothing with this guy that you just paid.
7: <laughs> Had to let I, that I, contract I, I, go.
6: You know what? But the bottom line is simply this right here. Now you finna do the same thing for a fourth-round pick tight end. That now y'all may not believe that it's, you know I understand that players come when players come. But you was really telling me that the real reason this guy was who he was was it was two guys that were standing outside that ate up everything of value. That was Amari Cooper and that oh. was that C.D. Lamb, and they add up everything of value.
5: But again, I'm still gonna come to the table. If I'm his agent, and say, Yeah, I don't you care can who come who how outside. you want. You can come the how number, you want. The yeah. numbers say that he was. A, B, and C. Right. Yeah.
6: So when that second corner get on him, you'd be like, Wow, what yeah. why Schultz ain't doing what he did? So and then th- y'all gonna blame the offensive coordinator. No, we gonna so blame him the cowboys.
7: Cowboys just play out this tag one more year and then leave it to Ferguson to come in and the, the if, draft if, pick. If
5: they are if if I think that Zeke contract, which is now biting him in the butt, had and the Jalen contract, it's kind of been a sticking point for them. They're saying, you know what? No more of us getting these bad deals in. No more of of us giving players money who maybe don't deserve long term money. I, I say play the tag out. From from me, I say play the tag out. Now this goes back to that playing that game of chicken. Now Dalton Schultz so goes out there because we don't know what the receiver. You know, the receiver kind of. Rotation if he catch beat. for uh,
6: 1,200 yards and, and, eight, that, and eight TDs or 10 TDs. You tip your hat to uh, him and he, you hand him a check. Yeah, and you hand him a check. But Or let, you let him go somewhere else. Uh, okay. But let these dudes prove it. I, I'm, I'm trying to – we should know by now one year does not make you a bulldog. It may make you a high-class poodle, but it does not make you a bull. W- he's
7: had two years of 60 catches.
8: So. I will be shocked no. if he is not here when it's mandatory.
7: He's going to come, oh, yeah. man. He'll I think here. this
8: is all agent-driven. I don't think – uh, just knowing his work – He's miss one week of – Like practice. you his, said,
6: he don't get paid nothing, not a dime why, until yeah. it starts.
8: Yeah. yeah. I mean, knowing his work <laughs> ethic, like if you ever stay around after practice, he's the last one to leave the field. He's running sprints after practice. Like there there's no way he misses any kind of time. No way. I will be shocked.
7: are we'll going a little vacation
8: the, this the week. The Njoku contract is actually really friendly in <laughs> the yes, first it is. two years if you really look at it.
6: Three mil the first year and what the second year? Well no,
8: yeah. So hmm. first year is three million and the second year was like eight. Yeah, so But you're paying Schultz ten this year, ten five, right? To nine. 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 Almost 11. Uh,
5: almost yeah. $11 million. Well, yeah,
8: how nice is that? You go from that rookie deal that he had to just here's one year that you're going to make more than you would have if you'd have played under your rookie deal for mm. 20 years. Now in 2024, <laughs> he's making 18 against the Cap. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. a little restructure that of Well, all
5: right. We got one more segment left. We still got some topics to talk about. Tyler Ooh. Smith worked a little bit at left tackle. Nate, this this is this is gonna be your this Shultz. gonna be your this gonna be your deal right here. Uh, Nate's got his head on his microphone. <laughs> Tyler, he's like, his, he's Tyler really having a lot. discussion yeah. over Schultz, man. Tyler, Tyler Smith worked at left tackle. Should he focus on one position or flip back and forth? This ain't the dude we drafted it for the left guard, right? This is he. He this is, is the, him. He, he. I. I. In already him. tackle. And then your boy, your boy, your boy, <laughs> Tyron Smith. Already dealing with
6: some back issues doing OTAs. Okay, well, oh, you know we what?
5: Got, wait, wait, wait.
6: Oh, I'm on Jesus. the other side of this. Maybe had said all. We need you this last. What is it, Dayjob Blue? Or what is it, man? <laughs> Stay with us. We'll be right back. We're hanging with the boys. We can talk about something else.
2: Brace yourself for an existential question Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events
4: and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly... Just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys.
0: At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it for turning your living room into your office and your gym. We're teaching Grandma how to video call and teaching her again.
7: It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left.
0: It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network's busy restrictions and exceptions may apply.
3: Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices it will be the star of any party you can find us at your local albertson's or tom thumb in the deli section if you can't find it talk to your store manager and tell them yokiero yokiero guacamole back to hanging
0: with the boys
5: welcome back the final episode episode the final segment oh <laughs> you know yeah. something we know? not wow. oh man wow, wow. dang it Derek did tell me that tell you all this but no the <laughs> final segment of hanging with the boys uh this segment is brought to you by blockchain.com blockchain blockchain
6: blockchaincom. Blockchain.
8: No, 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 no. What, what
6: That was Shannon be
8: saying. Blockchain.com. That's what yeah. Mr. Jones blockchain said. Blockchain.com. No, I'm not it's saying. It's blockchain.com. It's
5: blockchain.com. Okay. Uh, also, don't forget to register for Youth Camp. Registration is open for the Dallas Cowboys Youth Academy Camp presented to you by Invisalign. Don't miss a chance to learn from former Dallas Cowboys players and current Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash academy to learn more and to secure your spot today.
8: Real quick. Before we round out the show and start this last segment... I have to wish a very special woman in my life. Hey, the woman that brought me to life Ooh, and gave mama birth gross. to me, wow. Mama Gross's birthday. is Push you today. out
5: that thank thing. Wow, oh, man. Could have called
8: her. happy Jeez. birthday, Mama look Gross! Look at his Jesse, head, man. Always gotta take it somewhere no, with my that, mama.
6: That was like, but look at his <laughs> head, always man. Always
8: take it somewhere <laughs> That's with why my she, mama. After she had Shannon, she cause like, no Just because you got no daddy issues, <laughs> don't mean you got to <laughs> <a> bag <laughs> on my mama. I do have daddy issues. But look at his head. And you check it out. We don't need to talk about that. We don't need to visualize that, Nate. See what you started, Jesse. Stop. Stop. Did she have a did she have a C
5: section? Uh, yeah, no, actually, she no. did. Uh, I know she did. I was gonna I, be
8: I was gonna be a breech baby, oh. and then so they had to they had to take. There was out. no way. See, this see, head was see out. No way. No my was, head ain't grown since slide. I was Shannon, six Shannon months old. Shannon took no it from way. fun
7: yeah. to like,
8: wow.
5: There's no way she was pushing that thing out. You would have ruined her. <laughs> stop,
6: oh, man, oh stop God. That's that man Mama, man
5: Split it for the ruler to the tutor. Oh, happy, happy, birthday, happy, happy birthday,
6: Mom Happy birthday, Love you, love you Mama Gross Love you, Mama Gross, <laughs> mama Gross. Hate your son, but love you uh, We love
5: you, Mama
8: Gross
6: <laughs> Yeah
5: Some pralines
8: Some uh, uh, cinder
5: buns in says, What, says, what, says, what oh, else? Oh, and happy birthday to
8: uh, Paul Stewart Has the same birthday yeah. as my mom oh. All over in... Uh, over across the pond. Yeah. So
6: Paul, Paul, what's up, man? The seven thousand dollar
8: chicken you gotta pay. <laughs> yeah. I got a lot of bites by the way on people that want to come on the show yeah, and bring uh, us yeah. bring us donuts and goodies Set and all in? that during the but, season. don't we yeah. have a sponsor? We used to. I don't know oh, if they're okay. our sponsor anymore. Oh, so no. we're I think we're good. So mm-hmm. there you go. All right. Take it away, Jess. Mama Grove. Last man. eight minutes. <laughs> wow. All right. So Tyler Smith,
5: uh this last week at uh, OTA's Moving around, Nate. And this is all this is all your segment right here. No, We're, no. No, yes, this is. No. I'm gonna tell you <laughs> you're the, you're why. You're <laughs> the only six-time Pro Bowl offensive lineman on this show. So therefore, you have no choice but to take offensive lineman related questions. Tyler Smith this week was this year was drafted to be the starting left guard according to Mike McCarthy and company. Um, even though he played tackle at Tulsa. Well, at OTAs. Because your boy Tyron Smith was out uh, with some back issues already. Tyler Smith was playing some left tackle. And before you start, about the transition from right tackle to right guard, I mean, from left tackle to left guard, left guard to left tackle, Mm. the governor had some words about this transitioning, maybe not as difficult as. You think Dumbna it is. The president? Is. The president. I call him the governor. The he, president. He's special. Zach, I'm sorry. I'm he's sorry. Special. I'm sorry. But I'm Martin. saying he's special. Zach Martin had some things to say about that transition.
1: For me, I'd rather stay on one side than move right side to left side. So at least he's kind of the footwork is similar. And obviously the protection stuff in space is different. But at least um, your footwork in the run game especially is going to be the exact same at left tackle and left guard.
6: I hate this. So
5: it, it, it'll be good for him to do both. Don't do that.
6: Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> you, agree said, in. You, Don't agree, you said, agree. You said he's special. That, you said the president's special. <laughs> see, this is what bothers me.
8: <laughs> I hate this.
6: This <laughs> is what bothers me when an elite athlete starts talking. Like, why Why did Magic Johnson not last as a coach? He like, yeah. man, you didn't see that dude break down the lane? <laughs>
4: No, Magic. <laughs> I'm 6'2". You yeah. were 6'9", Magic.
6: You had exceptional peripheral vision, Magic. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. Yeah. When I rotated the ball over there, you didn't know to swing back on. No, Magic. I didn't have that IQ you had, Magic. D- this kid that is talking has been in the league, has been elite, has been a first uh, all-offensive lineman. All-pro? All-pro. When he walked in the league, no. This kid, put him at a position, let him work that position. And if and if my man, who I love to death, and you had a thing last week, how important is ty- Tyron? Is still probably the, the fourth, third, or fourth most important guy on our offense. If he's not, if he's having back issues now, let's just put this kid at left uh, tackle and let's roll with it and find your left guard. Let's not play that game because that he, same forty million do that, dollar. Though. Brother, that same forty million dollar quarterback he was talking about, saying that Schultz is the number two receiver now. Don't he need to have some time to throw the ball yeah, to I mean, get
7: it to this guy? Tyron can play. You got to play him. You can't put him. I mean, that's a if his back, back hurt. What
6: month is this? June. <laughs> if his back hurt in June, <laughs> you, how 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 are we gonna pamper him through training camp?
8: Because if it's hurting now, yeah, you know, do you think, all right, so. Give him the Romo treatment. Real yeah. question: Do you think he's hurt? Or his back is really bothering him? Or do you think he's well, just like, I'm in my 87th season? Well, don't. I just don't want to You don't have to do that. You don't, but
6: you, see, this is the thing about it. When you become a, a certain guy like Tyron is, when you become that guy, you just walk out there with your jersey on. Mm-hmm. It, what's wrong today? I ain't practicing. Why, why I got to have a stiff back? Why has anything got to be wrong? Right. Hey, man, just saving it for the season. Isn't that? Yeah. no, That's the you. most simplest way. When you see a veteran guy, why has it always got to be something wrong? Because now you're giving us guys saying, wow, man, yeah. if his back hurting now, soon as soon as uh, Big Sam's hit him, because that's a big old guy, as soon as Big Sam jar him in here with this bull rush, what's going to happen to that back then? Nah, man. He, if he ain't practicing, just tell the people, "Hey, man, we saving him for the right. for the season."
7: So if so if uh, say that he does start the season and he inevitably gets hurt, do you what was that word? Yeah, yeah don't don't make me say it.
6: Again. <laughs> he pronounced it <laughs> like Nate. Don't worry <laughs> about it. Sound
7: this. like Bugs Bunny? Inevitable. <laughs> Inevitable. I, Inevit- I, Inevit- I, Inevit- I understood <laughs> it. I understood it. Would Go ahead. you oh. take in like middle of the season? Would you take Tyler? Smith and move him from left guard to left tackle if, if Tyron yes. comes out. So yes. you would move him in the middle of the oh, season.
6: Oh, yeah, I would move him because it still come down to your best five. Hmm. It's, I and, think and, and, as
7: a rookie you'd want him, this is it, this is what you <clears> focus <throat> on, this is, this is where you're going to be.
6: If you, he, he, Here's something that the president did say the right thing. He, it ain't like he going over to the other side like we did uh, my, my right tackle. How we say? Oh, okay, you great over here, right Still. tackle. Oh, let's trick over here. See, because I tell people, it's two positions you just can't play with. That's the left tackle and the center. You you can't mess around because both of these guys are so so important to to that quarterback. They are mm-hmm. so so important. So, but I wouldn't have a problem with him sliding out there, but doing it, you know. That's if Tyron gonna miss a couple of games. Hmm. You know, but if he's going to be out the rest of the season, which nine times happened, Tyron, don't get mad at him. Because if he go out that first game, then you know he's going to miss four more. It ain't never failed. Mm-hmm. If he go out one game, we always say, he'll be back. He's feeling good. He's day-to-day. And all of a sudden, the day-to-day turned into like a three weeks.
7: situation.
6: Man. Yeah, then man. you got to move
7: your rookie to left tackle, and then you got to fill your left guard.
6: Holes. But we got yeah. more guards, I think, now than we have tackles. Who who is the swing tackle? Who is the backup tackle?
7: Well, they're talking potentially Ball or that the other. Have you seen Ball? Have you seen Ball play? I haven't seen play. He was hurt all last year. That's what I'm saying. The the rookie guy, the other guy. He's a rookie. He
6: has nothing on the left tackle. The guy Williams. He has nothing on Williams, and he has nothing on the big guy. The big, uh, big old. You know, they got a big old tackle out there
7: too, like bigger than the world.
8: What size let's go on? Is he left or right?
7: I think he's been working the left some, but he may, he was a guy they talked about as maybe a. They got guy. here's
8: who they got listed as tackles: Eamon, Simon, Well, let's go, Tyler Smith, Josh Ball, Avante Collins, Tyron Smith, and Terrence Steele.
7: Well, let's go and Ball are both six eights. And they're pretty good. Ball's a good big son. dude. man. Yeah,
8: but do they have feet?
7: Because well, when you
6: go to the left tackle and you don't have feet, and Dak and Dak, you better run. You better.
8: Run. <laughs> Condition, uh, uh, conditioning. Uh,
6: uh, I'm telling y'all, if Dak stand back there with all of these unknowns, because when you, it's one thing to have an unknown offensive line. You can design something to get the ball out quick, or just swing it, you know, move around. But guess what? You have a second unknown. You got a whole slate of new wide receivers at different positions and different responsibilities. So now you got two unknowns. So you're just gonna drop back and hope for the best. That's, that's,
7: man, I have been unknown in <laughs> your running game, too, if they're going to be able to do anything more. You're not filling me with a lot of confidence here. Nate. I'm
6: just being honest, man. I got to win in two games, man. Oh, <laughs> Lord.
8: Here we go. Until training camp. <laughs> <laughs> then he got them 17 and 0.
6: I think that's it right there. I think we end on that. I think <laughs> we that's the
8: end. end. Nate saying they got <laughs> winning win two games. They got
6: to earn two games. Now, they're going to go 4 0 in the preseason, 3 0 in the preseason. We need to win every game we can. <laughs> Let's see, we need to go through it on preseason. Y'all don't think so? Oh, boy. Well, I'll try to win. They'll finish
5: up OTAs this week, right? Yes, and sir. then we'll start voluntary, well, not voluntary, mandatory. 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 This, see, this is a voluntold, and then it's you better show, or we're going to tap them pockets. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that next week? Or next weeks? week. Next week. So, mandatory mini camp starts next week. That's when all the big dogs are back.
8: Dog shows will be there.
5: They, a, a slice of pizza. He doesn't show.
8: Okay. Minicam. The minicam.
5: Okay. Really? Not plan.
7: No. They can
5: find him They can up to like fifty grand a day. <laughs> Every day he doesn't show. You ain't even got no money yet. I was you, gonna say. Yeah. You don't want to. He no still went on that first check. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You still, still holding on. You had to get an advance. Don't. Advance on that I money. Mean, um, come on, man. Don't chill, come
6: on. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah. Don't gonna see you in the hallway. Nate, you got some words for you. Oh, he's
6: he the only person he's been, been having the words to me is Parsons. I, I looked at that dude. I'm like, oh, I don't want the words. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only dude over there I'm worried about. <laughs> That's the only one. Right. Everybody else, get with it, bro. Bring what you got. <laughs>
5: Well, that'll do it, fellas, man. Good to see you, Kurt. Yes, sir. Thank you for joining
6: us, Shannon. Yes, hope sir. You, hey, I hope your oh, mom and dad doing for good. it down. Kurt. Way to go, man, with your mother, man. Yeah, keep hey, happy birthday, your mother. Yeah. <laughs> happy birthday, well. No. Good <laughs> see, to
5: have Jesse, you. I no, no it you just say it me. Good, good to have you here, Nate, Chris. Thank you for holding us down in the back. Uh, Chris, Will, Chris, Will, <laughs> bro, Will, <laughs> for keeping us uploaded. Is, is Jazz back there with you, Chris? All All right. Right. What, what's yeah. up, Jazz? We got to make sure Jazz is back there holding it down the ones and, and twos, man.
6: We worry about show. Show. We worry about Dalton Show.
5: And For I real. want you guys to remember one thing before we go. What's that, Ron? Milk goes first when you're making cereal. I'm out of here. Mm, hey the dumbest door. thing
6: I've ever heard. <laughs> dumbest thing i ever heard. <laughs> oh. Gee, this has been a production
2: of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club.
6: How
1: about this, Cowboys?
7: Yeah!